I just enjoy helping people in their home setting. I feel like people are most comfortable there. They heal well there. They have support in that area. So just that my concept of healing at home is, I don't know, it's just deep down, I guess. At Evergreen Retirement Community, we know that as our residents age, their world starts to narrow down and contract. Our mission at Evergreen is to help our residents open that world as they watch it and feel it expand. So with this podcast, we will be keeping you up to date on new developments, announcements for our staff, and highlights of the experiences of our residents as they connect, grow, and open up to the new. As we say at Evergreen, possibilities await. Let's go now to the stories from Evergreen podcast. Hello, everybody. This is MJ Durkin, your host for this amazing podcast that you have tuned into. It is called Stories from Evergreen, an exceptional place to work and live. And um, we're thrilled that you're here because we are going to talk about um, helping people in the greater Oshkosh area. Um, We love saying Oshkosh. It's one of our favorite words next to Kalamazoo. Uh, I spoke one time in Kalamazoo. I love saying Kalamazoo, but Oshkosh is certainly my second favorite word. Uh, and uh, we love talking about uh, this great community, this evergreen community, this evergreen campus. I'm so in love with the word campus because all I can think of with a campus is fun and cool stuff going on and um uh, you know, and, and lots of things to do. And <laughs> for me, my, my history is no studying whatsoever on a campus, but spending a lot of money and having a good time. So, uh, but that, that's my own, my, my own problem with my, my own college background, but, uh, but thanks everybody for being here. We've got a, some special guests with us today. Uh, we have uh, Keely Winchell. Um, she is the, uh, the home care manager at Evergreen at Home. So I want everybody to understand Evergreen at Home is um, kind of a separate, uh, <laughs> what would you call it, Keely? A subsystem, sub... Uh, um, uh, yeah, that's a... <laughs> it's, it's, department, yeah. Different, different department, different area. Um, right, perfect. And then we've got, and we have Sean Lascott. Did I say Lascott right? Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. There we go. All right. And uh, and she is the um, Evergreen at at, uh, at home, the home health RN manager. I get that right. Correct. Excellent. Excellent. So so these two ladies are going to talk to us a lot about um, they're going to help us um, uh, identify where uh, the Evergreen at home can be very uh, helpful. Uh, and provide tremendous assistance to people that need help, and you'll you'll see that these referrals um, come from all different sources. So uh, let's get started. And um, uh, Sean, I'm going to start with you and and ask you uh, to tell us a little bit about where are people at, or how 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 does Evergreen at Home start to come into uh, connection? With somebody that needs the services, what is what is the profile of the person that that uh, that that contacts Evergreen at home? Well, I think the person that is going to contact Evergreen at home could be a family member concerned with um, a parent or another member of the family that's struggling to complete things at home, like tasks, general laundry. 
housekeeping chores, um, running errands. Those would be people that would probably contact Evergreen at home for services. And then the other kind of person or a referral source would be from um, like a discharge planner from a hospital setting or an assisted living manager from an assisted living uh, facility or even again, family members concerned with, um, with a family member that had went to the hospital recently and then went home. So, okay, got it, got it. And Keely, any anything to add about uh, kind of w- where people are at when when they're they're looking for your services? Um, I would say that sometimes the other places that we get the referrals is the Aging and Disability Resource Center, um, or the social workers discharge planners from rehab centers. Um, those are also a couple of good referral sources for us as well. Okay, and so there, and the, and these folks are are noticing that um, that these clients uh, uh, either need help with uh, with with cleaning, uh, with with as you said, um, tasks in the home, uh, even errands, um, or they've got physical and medical issues that need to be uh, they need to be checked on uh, or or assistance right with them. Um, uh, all kinds of right, everything from bandages to oxygen to walkers to, I mean, Absolutely. I'm you know, it's it's yeah. it's it's been a while since I've been in the retirement business, you know, uh, <laughs> with my my parents who've been gone quite a while, but uh, but uh, but I but I know some of the drill. So it is um, actually for home health services, the um, our patient caseload could actually see young adults. Mm. We've seen some patients as young as 14 years old wow. um, and then as old as close to 100. So our, um, popu- our patient population is a little different than um, Keeley's population for her caseload. Um, but we specialize in 55 years and older. That's our specialty is geriatric care, but we don't turn away uh, referrals if if we can meet their needs for okay. home services. Yeah, perfect. Okay, good. Yeah, good. Good to know. Yeah, that's. Uh, I just I just learned something. I always learn something on the Evergreen podcast. It's amazing. I am. I just can't wait to get to Oshkosh to see this place. Oh my gosh. Um, your, your, your CEO is going to get me out there ice fishing someday. I can feel it. It's coming. There you go. <laughs> it's coming. And I got to see that. I got to see that pontoon boat. I mean, I got to take a ride on that pontoon boat and, uh, and, you can and fish go, off of that. Yeah. I could fish off of that and go to dinner with the residents. I mean, that's just sounds like a blast. So, um, okay. So let's talk about, uh, so, so, uh, uh, Keely, you're in, you're, you're in charge of the, the, your home care. So Correct. let's talk to folks a little bit about the difference between, um, home care and home health. We'll, we'll get over to Sean on the home health side, but tell us a little bit about what home care is about, where, where your, your responsibilities, if you will, lie in helping people. Absolutely. Um, So typically when somebody is reaching out looking for home care services, um, it can be any, anybody 
a family member, a significant other that can no longer do the cares for their spouse that they used to be able to do, or the person themselves calling to say, you know, I need some assistance with laundry, meal preparation, um, taking me to my appointments, going grocery shopping, all the way up to um, bathing, dressing, grooming, um, medication reminders. So it's 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 a broad spectrum of all of the different types of cares that we can provide um, to people in their homes, and they can they can be somebody out in the community in a private home. Um, but we also service our campus quite a bit um, for residents in the independent areas or the assisted living areas, depending on what their needs are. Sometimes they just need a little extra one-on-one companionship Mm. um, that they're looking for. So it's utilized on the campus just as much as it is out in the community. Huh. Fascinating. Okay. Um, So, uh, so Sean, uh, tell us, um, give us a little more in depth on the home health side of that as a, as a, as a registered nurse, as you explained all the, LPN, RN, I'm all up to date, CNA. I think yeah. I got the, I got all the, all the initials that y'all have. Well, <laughs> I'll just, I'll challenge you some more and I'll okay. add PT, OT, speech, and social work. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually, <laughs> I can't take it. I know, just blew your mind. PT, no. physical therapy, occupational therapy. And a social worker. And a social so, worker. Okay. Yeah. So home health um, is covered, it covers a lot of different disciplines. So the nursing discipline, physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, and then they also added or also have um, social worker. And so with that group of disciplines together, um, that really helps a person recover from an acute illness um, a chronic illness that they just need management of symptoms, um, a lot of post-surgical recovery with therapies. Um, I'm saying I'm a lot. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just trying to, <laughs> You're trying good. To, hey, listen, as the social worker of podcasting, I will tell you that you're doing awesome. So <laughs> you're doing great. But yeah, so with that group of disciplines, um, we we collaboratively work together and um, create a plan with the patient and family members um, to to give them the best outcome for their goals, their doctor's goals. Um, Everything that we do is covered under a physician's order, so they should have a primary care physician overseeing care for us. Uh, we don't work independently. And we could actually work with multiple doctors under one uh, plan of care for a patient as well. Just kind of depends on what, um, you know, what the diagnosis is for the patient. Okay, got it, got it. Okay, so so Keely, so tell me now, the uh, one of the differences that people have, so let's see if, uh, if you can explain this to me like I'm a six-year-old, I'm going to use Denzel Washington's famous line from Philadelphia. Explain this to me like I'm a six-year-old. So we have we have home care, and then we have home health care, 
right? And people sometimes get confused about what is private pay and what is covered by insurance. So, Mm -hmm. so see if you can explain that to everybody. So we, so we get it like a six-year-old. Okay. Um, I would say the easiest way to explain it is um, typically when I use the word custodial care, um, kind of differentiates between the home health and the home care, um, where you're really focusing more on um, doing things for a person in their home that are tasks as far as, um, like I said, the cleaning Helping out around the home companionship where somebody that needs home health, they're really looking for somebody that um, has the doctor ordered, the the nursing, the skilled. The medical, the the medical medical support. Correct. Yep. And usually that's when I, when I do get on a phone call, um, I will try to distinguish between the two, Um, you know, asking a, a person are they looking for more of a skilled need versus um, non-skilled? Okay. So if we're, so, so help me to understand this. So we've got home care, custodial care. It's the helping, it's the non-medical, it's laundry, it's cleaning. It's, you know, it's reaching up to put dishes away in a cupboard. Right. Yep. Um, Absolutely. Right. I mean, I remember my mom, you know, had rheumatoid arthritis and she couldn't lift her arm. She's like, I can't get the plates right into the, you know, uh, into the cupboard anymore. Um, So when, when, uh, when you're doing an intake, do you call it an intake? I'm I'm guessing. Yeah. (laughs) I might make up some stuff. Sean as well, you know, oh, that's, that's a great medical term. You just nailed it. it. I just, yeah. yeah. See, I am, I am the social worker of podcasting. I love that. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, uh, so then, uh, people want to, so there's confusion sometimes with, Absolutely. um, what is what's called private pay and mm-hmm. what is covered by insurance. I'm going to stick with you. Cause I think you're my expert on this. No offense, Sean. Um, <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell, I don't know. She may be able to do better. There's there's horrible (laughs) after the podcast. There's horrible fights with people in Evergreen after MJ pits them against each other, puts them in the podcast cage. Uh, So, Keely, tell us, uh, tell us uh, the the confusion that happens. What what's private pay? What's covered by insurance? What's not? Explain it to the folks. Um, Definitely, what is covered by insurance is typically anything skilled, um, so that you actually have a nurse coming in to perform the duties or having um, some type of therapy mm-hmm. where private pay really is when you're asking for more of those basic needs to be met, mm-hmm. um, where mm-hmm. you're just really needing some help around the home, um, even help with the personal cares and dressing. Um, but it's it's more focused on anything that you don't need we have caregivers and they don't have to have a CNA certification. They don't have to go through any of the same certifications that you would for home health. Um, so I really try to explain that to people so they understand that it's it's not the same type of care. And sometimes they get disappointed. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, because private pay is obviously a bigger expense to people and and um, insurance companies don't always explain it well to them. 
Um, and so I will have to go back. And, and like I said, one of the words I use the most when I'm talking with people is, did they say that they cover custodial care? That's the type of care that we provide. And nine times out of 10, they'll call me back and say, yeah, they don't cover you. <laughs> right. No, I know. <laughs> so um, it's very frustrating for me as well, because I feel bad because you want to help anybody you possibly can. And so when when it's confusing um, to them and you're trying to simplify it, it can it can be hard on you as well. Well, nobody likes to have to say no. Correct. <laughs> you know, or sorry, you were, conf- you know, they confused you, uh, right. you know, and uh, I, I, now I have to be the clarifying person exactly. to, uh, to let you know. Most, um, uh, Sean, uh, most of the things on the medical side uh, that, that you would do um, in in-home health would typically be covered by Medicare and things of that nature. So under your Medicare um, benefit, med- or home health is covered 100%. So, you know, I, whenever I talk to people about home health services, I always say, you know, there's not a lot that Medicare will pay 100% of coverage for. So I feel like Medicare really appreciates home health. They've seen positive outcomes for it, and that's why they support it 100%. Um, the Medicare Advantage plans, again, if you have United Healthcare, Network Healthcare, um, Humana Healthcare, all of those um, Medicare Advantage plans do uh, usually cover at 100% as well. There's no out of pocket expense, no deductibles to meet. So they, I think overall, the nation as a whole really appreciates home health services. One, because you can heal at home, you can heal, you know, you have good results at home um, and you're able to be comfortable at home. And those are the things that home health can do. I just wanted to um, go back quick when you were talking about your mom and how she couldn't reach to put the dishes away. So when Keely had mentioned her staff would go in and just not just, but go in and assist her with her everyday tasks like that. Mm -hmm. So in the scenario of your mom and she was unable to reach in the home health setting or in with a home health order, she would have went to the doctor and said, oh, my arm is bothering me. I can't reach. And the doctor would have said, let's try some home health um, therapies. So then he would order those therapies. She would go home. The therapist would come do an evaluation. And what they would do is they could do things like manual therapy. They could help her adapt to the kitchen to make it better accommodating for her. They would teach her exercises to do. They would um, follow up with the doctor. They would you know, help her control her pain, um, make sure that her needs are met as far as uh, medications and um, education, therapy exercises. So that same scenario is perfect for home health as well as home care. So even with the home health providing all of that extra therapy, pain control, you know, assistive adaptive devices, Keely's staff is still there to help with the 
continuous routine of things. So maybe your mom just couldn't do this, you know, every single day. Um, so I, I just kind of wanted to put that together because a lot of times we do work hand in hand um, Absolutely. with a lot of our patients and clients. And it just, even though it's just a different way to look at things. So we're definitely good at we're definitely a good referral source for each other. And we work very closely that way. Yeah. Well, I mean, that to me, that's like, uh, I mean, that's the best of both worlds. I mean, that's comprehensive. That's 360 degrees care, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, that's, uh, that's powerful. That's, that's home, home health and home care working together uh, has got to uh, you know, provide tremendous support. So, so I, I, uh, Sean, I love what you just said. Um, uh, you know, Keely, do you have any, maybe, uh, you know, uh, Sean use a, a genius example using my, my mom. Is there a, is there an example, um, you know, of in the day of a day in the life of somebody that you, uh, that you help, or maybe somebody that has recently said, you know, said something to you. I, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you have an example? <laughs> do you put an example of how you've, how you've helped somebody like that? Um, I'm trying to think of anybody we've recently collaborated with. Um, a lot of times how it ends up coming about too is we, so if Sean gets somebody on, on services for the home health, another aspect that I think is unique to us that we've put into play is our emergency alert systems. Hmm, and so Sean will usually have a, a client come on uh, services with her and we will have them use the emergency alert services and they get that free of charge as kind of a perk um, while they're on the home health services. And then after they've reached their 60 to 90 days or the end of their first episode, they have the right to then either start paying for the services through the home care or um, ending it. And part of the whole point of that is, again, we're trying to avoid those rehospitalizations and falls and, and those pieces. And it gives us that connection as well to then bridge them over to the home care side and let them know that there are even more opportunities or services for them um, beyond that emergency alert system. So um, I would say we definitely bridge over quite a bit um, with that particular piece. Um, yeah. So that's a, that's probably the one that comes to my mind the most. Sean, do you have any others that we've recently? Well, oh, we do have a new person that just recently started. That um, it, it kind of. It's always interesting because they come on to us. We don't always know immediately that they're needing both of the services. Um, but then we start kind of talking and we're like, well, no, no, this person is for both of us. And, and we work really well together trying to make sure that all needs are met. And when there's hiccups along the way or the person themselves is not understanding the services, we do our best together to try and... Um, explain them all to them and help them and guide them through what all they can have and the benefits of both services. Wouldn't you agree, Sean? I agree. So Sean, uh, as we go to, to land this plane, um, which I know you ladies will be relieved that we're landing the plane. Um, 
um, tell me about your your uh, your personal satisfaction in uh, in in being the the home health RN manager. Uh, t- t- tell me about about how that feels for you at the end of your day to have, uh, have done the do the things you do. Yeah, I definitely. Um, I just enjoy helping people uh, in their home setting. I feel like people are most comfortable there. They um, they heal well there. They have support in the in that area. Um, so just that my concept of healing at home is I, I don't know. It's just deep down, I guess, <laughs> but. Really, I think at the end of the day, you just know you did a, you know, you did your best job. So it's it's a partnership for sure. So when you talk to the patients, um, you know, I always told them when I was seeing patients, I would say, you know, I'm just a tool in your toolbox. So it's up to you to use me to, you know, tell me these things. Tell me when you're you know, starting to feel sick or tell me when this is happening or call the office because I'm only there for one, you know, one hour at a time or, you know, whatever the frequency of, you know, needs were. So it would always be more that they have to utilize, it's a partnership. They have to utilize my service and evergreen services. And it usually turns out really well. Well, I love your, um, you know, your philosophy of, of uh, people heal really well at home, um, you know, and 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 again, I'll use I'll use the famous Betty Ann uh, Durkin as my my example. Um, you know, when when she uh, uh, when when she got out of the hospital and she came home, um, you know, her big thing was to see her cat, and uh, you know, I mean, in that home setting, you know, she was, couldn't, you know, she kept it. You know, us us uh, us kids, we had to give a report on the cat every time. You know, we showed up. Was, yeah. How's how's Ziggy doing? You know, yeah. and Z- and Ziggy was a monster to us. Let me just tell you, Ziggy was a <laughs> was a, the cat from hell. He didn't even like <laughs> didn't even like the beautiful Bonnie, my wife, which was very unusual. I did, every everybody loves Bonnie, but that cat didn't like Bonnie. Uh, but yeah. go, go ahead, Sean. I was just going to say, it's really um, rewarding too, um, because I think some people don't realize the advanced care that you can get in the home setting. Um, nurses deliver IV medications. We teach 90-year-old people how to do wound care. There is um, a significant amount of medical needs that can be met in that home setting. Um, it just really is, there's variables that are involved. If there's a caregiver available, if there's, you know, family member, you know, whatever it is, but there is, I think people don't always realize how advanced, how the care you can receive is advanced in the home setting too. So. Perfect. Perfect. Keely, tell us about your personal satisfaction and what you do. Um, very similar to Sean's. I actually started out myself as a caregiver. Um, so I've, I've gotten to see both ends of the spectrum, um, which I think helps me in my job with my staff and my clients to say, I've been there, I've done it all. Um, and it was very rewarding to me to be a caregiver as well. Cause I do believe like Sean said, um, the healing in the home, there's so much to be said about that. And to watch a person go from, um, for instance, I had a client of ours that 
literally just started with us so that they could have somebody in the home overnight so that they didn't have to be alone. Um, and we carried that client through to the end of her days. And so watching that progression and all of the different ways that staff and the families and the client learn to adapt to those changes and how you can go from something so simple to the full cares. Um, it's, it's a wonderful thing to be a part of. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Great, great, uh, great comments. Um, uh, as as we land this, uh, really really appreciate the two of you bringing this perspective. I, I want to bring a perspective to all of our listeners, to all of the staff, um, uh, members of the community. That um, uh, if you're if you're hearing, you know what Keely and Sean are saying is that um, there's lots of opportunity for you if you have a heart for service to uh, come into this organization, start a conversation with them, and Notice that in the in the home care, you don't have to have any licensing. You don't have to have any certifications. You need to care about people. Absolutely. So if you care about people, uh, here's my recommendation. Can I make a recommendation? Here's my recommendation. My recommendation is you go to evergreenoshkosh.com. You go to that upper right-hand corner where it says careers. Hit that tab. Watch the drop-down menu of dozens of jobs available and fill out a brief application, get it into uh, Aaron Sanders's team. Uh, is it Ann and Kendra? Uh, they'll, yeah. they'll talk to Ann and Kendra and all they want to do is have a conversation with you. So you may not even know this is for you. Here's my recommendation. Go to evergreenoshkosh.com, click on that careers tab and Get some information over to the HR department, to Ann and Kendra. They'll reach out to you and they'll start a conversation. And you might find out that you could pick up part-time work. You could pick up a night shift. You could um, you can get paid training to become a CNA. Uh, and, you know, I mean, look, um, you, you heard Keely say, you know, she started in, in, uh, in home care, right? You started Absolutely. in home care and now you're the manager, right? Absolutely. So, you know, uh, there's there's also that what I like to call the ladder of development at Evergreen, uh, that you can put that ladder up against any wall in Evergreen and you can start you can start climbing that ladder of development. I stole that from one of my clients. Uh, uh, who's, he's, a really good, he's a really good HR guy. I'm like, thank you, Johnny. That was really excellent. So um, so get a conversation started with Evergreen. So uh, I really um uh, I recommend that, uh, and um, and remember to uh, uh, for those of you listening, remember to tell your friends about the podcast. Tell other staff members that you've heard your coworkers. If you have a meeting, if you have a staff meeting, don't be afraid to play one of the episodes, you know, on your phone or on your jam box, you know, and play it for your staff and let them hear uh, the great stuff that uh, that Evergreen is doing. So uh, ladies, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate your time, your expertise. Um, and, thank you, uh, MJ. Yeah, you, you're, you're awesome. Sh Sean, you have, I can't wait to have you on the next podcast. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know. It's fun, though. It's fun. <laughs> so thanks to, thanks to all of our listeners, the community, uh, the staff, the residents um, for being here at Stories from Evergreen, an exceptional place to work and live. And we will see you on the next episode of the Stories from Evergreen podcast.
That concludes this episode of the Stories from Evergreen podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. Make sure you check back regularly for new episodes and get connected to the culture of our community, where at Evergreen, you're always a kid to someone. We'll see you again on the next episode.